The Smile High Morning Show, presented by Burnham Wall. Hire the winner at BurnhamWall.com. Here's Danny and Jeff. Lamar's days in Baltimore are done. And it's the MVP on the line coming up tonight. All on a Charlotte Flair wooing. Woo! Austin Theory booing. Boo. After Matt Mundy. Addition of the program. Let's go, Alex. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? What a new baby. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Come on, Benny, man. The kid is a L7 weenie. Yeah. Oscar Meyer, even. Footlong. Dodger dog. A weenie. It's a parade inside my city. It's a parade inside my city. Yeah. too funny. That's good. That's the good stuff. No Jeff today. I am Danny Williams. Alex Becker in 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. You know what that means. Need your guys' interaction and participation. My brothers, we're living together right now. We're getting our lives together. Uh, Yeah, so hit us. Uh, Early and often, want to hear from you guys. Let's talk about um... The final four. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson this morning. Alex, stop the show. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is asks or is demanding. Uh, he said he requested a trade oh, on requested. March 2nd, 25 days ago. Okay. He requested a trade from the Ravens. Okay. So we have that to talk about, obviously. And then Joel Embiid and the 76ers in the biggest game of the regular season for the Nuggets, I'd call it. Uh, Gotta have it here to kind of maintain, keep pace a little bit here. Um, secure number one. Uh, the 76ers are trying to maybe catch the Milwaukee Bucks, who were the one seed in the Eastern Conference right now, who are the Nuggets pounded by 22 points in maybe their most impressive victory of the season um, a couple nights ago. Was that Saturday night? Saturday night. Great win. Great oh, win fantastic for the win for the Nuggets. Big time. Just marquee victory. Um, I think... Uh, Depending, again, what's the context, what's, what kind of happens inside of the game, uh, this one kind of could be for the MVP tonight. That's how, you know, they're head-to-head. Um, who's going to go get 35 in a win? And it could come down to this. If it's that kind of close, well, then a head-to-head matchup, you know, the best in the West versus one of the best in the East, it's... It, I, I, I want to go to the game really bad, but probably not going to happen. Yeah, it's a, it's a later one to 7.30 start tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, so great win for the Nuggets. Uh, beating a Bucks team who George Carl and I 
think is the best team in the NBA. Remember Coach told us that? That makes three of us. Yeah, I think they go. are the, the best well, the class you know, of the NBA this we year. We were spending some time with George Carl the other day. We talked about a lot of things, but that was one of the things that we had a chance to talk about with Coach. He said, you know. He's been on both sides. Yeah, he'll probably tell you on Twitter he thinks it's the Nuggets, but um, a, a longtime personal friend, like, you know, the relationship that we have going back a way a long time, you know. No big deal. He tell you best friends tell each other things that um, they don't tell everybody else. So just thought I would share that with you. He said, "I know some things you don't know." Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, uh, "Yeah, he did say that." I was like, oh, "Like what?" Then I go frozen envelope. <laughs> and then you did this sign that Luca did the other day. That uh-huh. got him fined thirty thousand or whatever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right, man. And then uh, last night we went to WWE at Ball Arena. Did you? Yeah! Man, what a spectacular performance. I got to get Andrew in there if he's done hating us to talk about. Listen, Charlotte Flair. Hey, Charlotte Flair. Hey, Bree was there too last night. Let's get her in here. Right now? Yeah, ask her to tell her to come in. Wow. We need to talk about it. It was going. It's it's all that. It's all that. It is. One I, second. I've never been to a, a wrestling. I tell her we'll get her like on the that. other side. Tell her to come in with an unneck. I'm going to get her set up in here. Okay. All right. Um, 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Join the conversation. We want to hear from you guys. Appreciate you guys. Um. All right. So I'm not sure where to start. Probably with the final four. So much. So much to talk about. Well, we it's like before we got to talk about the games and the teams themselves. But for anyone who's thinking, hey, never change sixty, you know, from sixty four games, ex, you know, this expansion on this thing is coming. It's probably going to be like ninety six teams or something like that. I would think, or maybe a hundred and twenty. Hey. <laughs> Global warming. Biggest tournament of all time. Well, it was just, half the Division One make it. Well, again, now it proves that these small schools deserve more, you know, representation. And then you're seeing all these. I mean, what are the seeds on these guys? Five seeds. Uh, Miami's a five. UConn's a four. Okay. Obviously, Florida Atlantic is a nine. nine. And then uh, what is what San Diego, is San Diego State's State? A five. They're five They're as five. well. Okay. So you got. Two fives. Two fives. A four, two fives, and a nine? Yeah. So, I mean, that's what are we talking about here? Like, um, First time ever there's first, been not a top three seed. First time in years that I'm listening to a good radio show and I disagree with everything. everything. So, wow. Can you believe it? I can't. Is this better or is this worse? I think it's better. I think it's better this year. Last year, we got the Blue Blood Final Four. We yeah. got Duke, Carolina, Kansas, and Villanova. It's the exact opposite this year. I like I like to see it. You know, it, it spreads more parity. It spreads it out. Gives schools like Florida Atlantic. I don't think I think the ratings shot. are probably going to be the worst of all time. Uh, probably you gotta not right have about that. a big brand in there. I'm mean, UConn. You gotta UConn's have. A, yeah, they are kinda. They are. They are. I think UConn's probably like the most underrated brand in collegiate basketball. What they've been able to do now. This is a third coach. This isn't just Jim Calhoun. Who's Kevin Ollie? Yeah. Kevin Ollie won it. Kevin Ollie with, won uh, it. And, with Kemba. Yep. Or with uh, Shabazz Napier, I think it was. And then, uh, so yeah, it's, you know, what a brand that, you know, the 
Huskies men's basketball is, not just the Lady Huskies, right? It's who super lost, underrated. who got knocked out. Yeah. Um, 20 straight Elite Eight appearances snapped. For the UConn woman? Yeah. Crazy to see they're, they're not on top. I never thought I would see a world where Gino Ariema wasn't ruling the He's coming back. He said, world. you know, he's, we're going to you know, go back and try to do it again. So and of course, It's all about South Carolina. It's they, all about uh, Don yeah. Staley. Wow. They are legit. Aaliyah Boston, they're going to repeat. Yeah, Nobody is. has a shot against them. <laughs> you thought UConn would be great forever. I mean, Alabama won't be great forever. And Nick Saban, he coached till he's 85. But then, you know, eventually when you're 100 years old, you got to die or something. It's like a virus. And I get it. And I, like, respect, I respect it. it. But even if, like, everybody gets it, people are going to die. Time to die. It's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. What 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 an elite eight. A Florida Atlantic. They I told you I they're legit. I can't believe it. They're legit. They are legit. They got everything. What if uh what if we got a Miami Florida Atlantic final? Miami Florida Atlantic final. It'd probably be the horribly that'd be horrible wa- watch. Probably I'm out this year for the final four, probably. What? Just decided, yeah. Probably out on this final four. So either for- I can't waste my money betting on any of these teams. You know, it's like <laughs> UConn is a super duper heavy favorite here to me now at this point. It's all about UConn. UConn wins easily. What's the number on UConn to win this thing? Uh, let me check. They, I mean, they've looked. They've been the most impressive team by far. Not even close. They've been spectacular. What they've done in this tournament is nothing. It's like all these games are close unless UConn's playing in it. Then they're blowing people out. UConn's dismantling fools. Let's see here. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Minus 125 to win the whole thing. Damn, that's no good. Plus 380 for San Diego State. Miami plus 475. Florida Atlantic plus 650. Damn. Jeez. Danny Hurley. The Hurleys. Who's your favorite of all the Hurleys? None of uh, This guy. This guy's like the He's most likable. I like Bobby. He's too intense, too. Uh, I don't know, too uh, too extra for me. He was a great He's player. Too extra. That was that was before my time. He almost died in a car wreck. Did he really? Bad. Like when he was drafted by the Bobby Hurley. He was drafted by the Ooh. Bobby Hurley. The Kings. Let's see if that is true. Bobby Hurley wreck accident. See, that's the first thing that comes up. 93 near fatal car accident. So he was right after like the uh, the Leitners in the Grant Hills. Well, he no, he was with them. He was with those guys. That's why they were the greatest of all time. Bobby Hurley was the point guard on those teams. Grant oh, Hill was like snap. the third guy. It was all about Bobby Hurley and Christian Leitner. And Grant Hill goes on to be the best player in the NBA for a couple of years before, you know, Kobe kind of comes up and LeBron kind of does his. Oh, yeah. Detroit Pistons, Grant Hill. Yeah. Let me see this accident real quick. Yeah, he was drafted by the Kings. He played for them for like six seasons. They won two national championships, Duke. Back to back. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, the MVP of Final Four, most outstanding player. So he was the MVP of the Final Four. Not, is there a difference in the championship game MVP? Uh, they have like the most outstanding player of the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's what it was. On December 12th of 1993, Hurley was returning home from a game uh, his rookie season. 
He was in a bad car accident. His SUV was broadsided by a station wagon. Hurley was not wearing a seatbelt. He was ejected from the vehicle, thrown from the vehicle, uh, suffering life-threatening injuries. King's teammate, Mike uh, Plopowski, was driving five minutes behind Hurley and was among the first on the scene to, like, try to help his teammate I, I didn't dying know. on the street. Wow. Uh, Jay Williams had the motorcycle accident. Yeah, that's right. So the Duke point, Forgot something about, about those Duke that. point Whoa. guards. Yeah, that's a very similar thing because that kind of derailed his NBA career too. And Kyrie's an Cut idiot. So what's up with all these guys? Yeah. Now I kind of like Kyrie because he's the bad guy. Duh. Duh. Actually, the Mavericks have lost like four straight games. They're 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 out of the plane. And now they're two full games back. Wow. the Thunder have the tiebreaker. Can Luka demand a trade? What does trade look like for Luka to the Nuggets? It'd probably be everything the Nuggets have other than Jokic. Yeah. It'd be Porter. It'd be Murray. It'd be every pick for the next five, six years. It would be, you know, just leave us Christian Brown. Get leave us. I'm being serious. Jokic. Christian Brown. Yeah. Luca. And I'm not trying to do like an all white guy team or anything like that. I just happened to be that way. What do you think? I, I mean, would you trade literally everything you have and everything in your future for a Luca and Jokic combination? No, definitely not. The team so what are you, what are you missing? more important. What do you like? What? What do you mean? You can't go like, find you another Caldwell Pope and guys like that. Maybe you could. I mean, you trade them for literally, look at the guys you gave up to get them. Will Barton and Monte Morris. Yeah. Those are just guys. I don't know. I don't think one guy like that's. it hasn't worked with Dallas. That's for sure. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, you can bring in uh, Reggie Jackson off the street. Uh, Lance Stevenson. Uh, Gilbert Arenas is going to get tried. I'm like, you can bring anybody <laughs> else, but you got Luka and you got Jokic. Who's going to beat those guys? Isn't that like Shaq and Kobe? Robert Ory just stood there and shot threes. Derek Fisher was just, he's just a little guy. Yeah, Rick Fox. Those guys are scrubs. Rick Fox is like the, the least athletic NBA player in the history of the NBA. Those are just scrubs, bro. But you had Shaq and Kobe. I don't know. I mean, if, if you can promise me that Luka I'm, and Jokic would be like Shaq and Kobe, I'll take I, it. What do you mean? They're two great players. I'm sick of... Uh, Kyrie and Luka. I'm sick and tired of waiting around. Jamal, listen, guys. Jamal Murray's just a good... Jamal Murray's just a good. He's not a great. I'm tired of it. He's not a great player. He's a good player. What would what would Andre Iguodala say about Jamal Murray, Alex? Uh, he would say he's a nice European player, Thank which, you. which would be disrespectful. No, he's not. He is foreign. He's from Canada. Okay, so he didn't mean European. He didn't know where he's from. He didn't know everybody's business like that. But the facts of the matter is, what are we giving up on Jamal Murray? This is like. This is the peak. This is peak Jamal Murray. And I kind of think this might be peak Michael Porter Jr. too. Because the stretch of healthy basketball, the guys, you know, the dude's bones are made out of pie crust. We know that. It's just like a matter of time for him. What am I giving up on? We should have cashed out on those guys maybe a long time ago, but Jamal Murray and Jokic are best friends mm. on the court. They don't talk to each other for long stretches of time, I found out. Oh. Like, all offseason, they won't talk to each other like one or two times through text message. Yeah, I feel like Jokic kind of would do his own thing in the offseason. You know, 
cut off communication with the with the fellas. Their on court chemistry. Ooh, okay. Well, if their on court chemistry doesn't lead to winning championships, we gotta change the formula. That that's the thing. I just don't know if it would translate with Luka and Jokic immediately to, to huge success. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't it though? Because don't be scared. Because him and Kyrie are seven and tell, thirteen together. Just tell me it scares you, then I'll understand. It's scare. I mean, it would scare me giving up all these huge yeah. role players. It's hurting Dallas giving up, you know, Dinwiddie and Finney Smith and. All the I guys understand that gave up. the fear in your heart. Okay, but those guys are. Um, Luca is so incredibly special, and so is Jokic. You put two players like that together, it's over with. It's over. That that would be uh, in- interesting to see. That would turn the NBA on its head. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340 hotline as well as the text line. Oh, my Jeff Gersh, you're going so late. Uh, hit us. We'll come back. Put you guys uh, in front of the line here. Join the conversation. Text line as well. Uh, we'll talk about WWE. It was sweet. It's sweet. Back on the other side. It's like Sports. Swimming through the void, we hear the word. We lose ourselves, but we find it all. The Smile High Morning Show. Presented by Burnham Law. Hire the winner at BurnhamLaw.com. Here's Danny and Jeff. We are back in. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. We're good. Bree Maestas, one of the big stars of Mile High Sports, um, here with us this morning. And last night was at WWE. How much fun was that? I mean, I couldn't believe it. The cool part was... Um, I, we, you had no clue who was like going to be there. Sure. There was no clue of who was going to be there. And it wasn't a TV one. It's just like a road to WrestleMania, they called it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was a little bit of stuff. Not like necessarily even setting up for that. It was just like a chance to get the Making Denver. a pit stop in Denver, yeah. which WWE likes to do. Uh, I've been going to shows for the last 20 plus years. I, I won't say how many yeah. 20 years. But uh, it was exciting. It was fun. And you didn't know who was coming out next. So it was like a surprise. Listen, I, I couldn't believe who was there. Yeah. No, it was really fun. So here's who I remember, okay? Charlotte Flair. Woo, yeah. Woo. Right? Woo. Um, uh, the American Nightmare, oh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. He's like the biggest star in the game right now. I, if you're talking about like ascending, I know Roman Reigns is like, you know, but like he's ascending. He's just like, he's the next big star, I think. Well, yeah, and you could see his role with uh, obviously the other company in AEW being able to translate that back over to WWE, not have to go to his old like Stardust career. Yeah, but not only that, so like his dad is a legend, but like I think his dad was like never won the heavyweight championship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Always like he would have iconic battles with Ric Flair and, you know, Dusty Rhodes was sweet, man. He was, he was, you know, he's the American dream. So Cody is the American dream. Nightmare. Oh, also, he got sweet. busted open last night. Um, he who, had a little bit of an eyebrow thing because yeah. the ref ran into him. I saw that. It's so crazy. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. It wasn't anything that like oh the the Usos, the Usos, yeah, yeah. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan was there. The Miz. <laughs> I love the Miz. <laughs> Me too. I, I cannot get enough of the Miz. <laughs> I know. His story's fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to remember who Bobby else was Lashley. There. Bobby obviously. Big Bobby, Lashley. Bobby Lashley, right? The pop Sheamus? that he got was fantastic. Sheamus was there. Part, I asked part of the brawling brutes. Yeah, I asked JJ. Well, who who was like everybody who who do you think was the coolest? Who were you the most excited to see? I thought he would think Cody. 
Yeah. And he goes, Shame is probably. No way. And I was like, really? That's awesome. That was pretty cool. So DJ knows what's up. Yeah, he does. And I went, took Olivia to my eight-year-old, who's like, she's into it, too. She loves it. Well, here's the remarkable thing. The women's division and women's wrestling has changed so much over the years that obviously when I started watching for Attitude Era, it was a lot different. And now you've got the women showcase. They're getting the pops they deserve. That Asuka, is that her name? Asuka, yeah. She was there last night. She was the biggest in the game. Wasn't she undefeated forever or something? Yeah, she had a pretty long run there. And then Bianca Belair, obviously. Yeah, she was cool too. She is super cool. Just the athleticism. I think that they all sort of have different. uh, Sonya Deville was there as well. There was some big stars. Yeah, it was a good night it was was well worth it it's always worth it man you always have to make it to a wwe event did you buy any dumb swag no no not this time we bought late tickets usually i'm like oh i want to sit on the floor and this Mm -hmm. one i was like i'll just see if there's tickets available right before Mm -hmm. a couple days after my birthday and then me and my brother went so right happy birthday to you I like that version, yeah. Yeah, and then um, it's it's her birthday, yay! Hey, lady, yeah, yay, <laughs> yay! Uh, no, it was a really good time. It was a really good evening. It was really loud. I don't know if Ball Arena has recently redone their sound system, mm-hmm. but that was deafening loud. It was cool. I yeah. thought it was um, it was good. Yeah. You ever been to like uh, WrestleMania or anything like that? I haven't. I always think about. I was. I wonder uh, how much tickets are. I wonder if they're like. Four, five hundred, or like there are no, no, no. thousands. Like, well, I think you can get packages because it's a two night deal. So I think tickets to oh, the yeah, event is somewhere yeah, around yeah. that kind of like hundred mark. But then you think about travel, packaging, hotel rooms because it's in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in, so in five days, SoFi Stadium. Um, the the last pay per view I was at was Money in the Bank. I think in like 2015 in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2015. And then the last pay per view in Denver was like Vengeance in 2000, and I was there too. So I don't know. Big wrestling fan. I'm a nerd. That's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but they're so fun to go to. It's like a different level of sports fandom, um, no matter how fake it is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, my. We used to get all the pay per views when I was a kid. Like my dad used mm-hmm. to talk about like the first WrestleManias, and you know Roddy Piper was my guy, and you know, that was like you know uh, Mr. Perfect and Paul Orndorff and like the you know, the Rockers. You know, that's before, you know, before any, definitely before the heartbreak kid. Yeah. And then, you know, the end for me was even like before kind of Stone Cold and The Rock. It was like that just I think that's when I started getting into like sports and boobs. And then um, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I mean, it was the time frame to do so. You're talking about the big stars there. Stone Cold coming out of absolutely nowhere. That's kind of where they define the their Rock and careers. Stone Cold, man, we're so great. Triple H. Stone Cold might Undertaker. be the greatest. And then The Undertaker. Yeah, it's all Undertaker run. Yeah, cool. I think Alex was clapping. I don't know if he was. I was, I was doing the, the Stone Cold. Yeah. You know? the, that's about. The beer cans. That's about my ex- extent of my knowledge. That's cool. I honestly think we should change my theme music to the glass breaking. That's pretty point. sweet. Yeah. That was pretty cool. A fog machine. I don't know. I'm all about the performative arts. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't do traditional sports talk radio per se. What we do, we actually consider performance, performance art. art. <laughs> we just happen to specialize in sport. sport. And wrestling. Look at that. Yeah. You guys plan that? No. No? Didn't even rehearse it. Well, we rehearsed a couple times this morning. <laughs> but. I didn't. I missed that. I so, missed you. Broncos stuff. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the Broncos. What do you think? Uh, I, Sean you know, Payne's like, we're not trading him. Shut up. 
So at the annual quit league asking. meeting, hey, like, so quit so asking. So quit asking, like Nick Saban. I'm not going I'm not to. Go, I'm not going to. So, so quit, quit asking. asking. Sorry. I know there's a, a school of thought. <laughs> don't, don't be sorry. There's a school of thought, obviously, that of course they have to say that. They have to keep their talent happy. But at a certain point, how many teams are calling and how many of those offers are they actually entertaining? So obviously, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are important facets of this team. He Russell tells- Wilson needs weapons. Yeah. He, he spoke from what sounded like the first church, nothing but the truth. But I think there was a lie in there. Okay, so he basically said... There's one little lie in there. I, I'm going to throw those fastballs and tell you back up. He's basically saying he doesn't want to hear or have that conversation anymore. But I feel like if he's saying George Payton's going to take those phone calls and hang up on anyone because they're not interested, I think that's a I think that's a bold-faced lie because if you get the right offer, you'd be silly to turn it down. They're just not getting the offer. I think he's kind of trying to squash it, um, of course. I mean, like any, anybody, any, every deal can be had. Anything is for sale, even things that are essentially priced. Look like these owners who are selling teams and things like that. It's like, why would you ever sell a team? Mm-hmm. Like, for what reason? Other than you just kind of over it. Uh, money? Yeah, well, kind of. They got money, but um, I think that Sean Payton said, well, they're calling. They're great players. He might have in the same time that he was trying to what seemed like squash it. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was trying to pump up the value on Portland's <laughs> sign a little bit. Maybe. You know, we're really happy with these guys. Um, well, you know, there's rumors last year, too, on, on these guys or on this guy. So, you know, naturally. And he, you know, he painted the picture. He he, he was very, you know, realistic in the things that he was saying. But at the end, he was just maybe trying to pump up Cortland Sutton just a little bit. I don't know if you need Cortland Sutton because you have Tim Patrick coming back. You just signed Marquez Caldwell, right? Uh, Callaway. 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 Who's yeah. Marquez Caldwell? Did nobody? I, I make that up? Andre Caldwell okay. back in the day. Yeah, he was Bubba. cool. Bubba, yeah. yeah. He was the little great school special teamer here. Remember uh, Bubba Caldwell? No, I don't, actually. Uh, well, anyways. um, Yeah, so last year at this point, Broncos, Twitter, Broncos.com, social media, you know, all, you know, it's like it was all that every day. We're getting good stuff. You know, here, there's Coach Hackett here. He's doing the stuff here. He's uh, broing out with these guys. It's like now it's like it's like they fired the entire social media staff is what it feels Behind like. Behind the scenes seems to be getting a little uh, crazy. Um, I think it would be a mistake, though, if you move on from those players. I know you've picked up a couple of key pieces, but the free agency market for wide receivers wasn't that great to begin with. So I think that you're kind of risking a lot by doing so unless you're getting back like two two number one picks, which seems like an overpriced. I think Cortland Sutton can't play it as the highest level anymore and that it's about getting rid of the contract. He was above average for man and zone. Uh, I don't know. I I think the first four or five games of the season, he was... He was, um, you know, accumulating yardage. He doesn't score touchdowns anymore. Oh, but how much of uh, that is on the quarterback? I don't know. It's an interesting conversation that I'm sure we'll continue to have. You, unless you know he's who away. is a real, you know, uh, Terry McLaren, right? Scary Terry? McLaurin, yeah. Who's throwing the ball to him? Yeah. All he seems to keep doing is just scoring touchdowns and having huge games over and over I mean, again. You got to get the sure. ball. You got to have it put in your hands. Corlin Sutton got a lot of over throws. At he the makes first a lot of money. He, listen, quarter of the he's season. not worth the money he makes now. Oh, it's just kind of that simple. I don't think it's that cold. What, 15 or 17 million dollars? No. So, so if you restructure Cortland Sutton, you're yeah, not- I think he's worth probably eight or 10 million dollars. I think he's quite overpaid for now. And again, 
it, it's listen. I, I've never been the guy in my life to be like, well, I'm back in my day, the price of this and the price of that. I have little kids, lots of them. And so <laughs> I buy like meat and fruit and stuff like that at the store all the time. I go to the store a lot. Are you pulling old man yelling at clouds at me right now? Well, I'm just saying it's like I the price for stuff now is way more expensive than it used to be. If I want strawberries, hey, strawberries, raspberries, all those. Is it, strawberries are like Five bucks for a little thing to stripe. It used to be like two for five. Well, it's, it's just what it is. You can't find them any cheaper. The market's still going to continue to reset and it's still going to become more expensive as you go. I think looking at like, well, it didn't used to be this expensive. Danny, of course, it's going to get more expensive. We can't go out to dinner anymore at Cortland Sutton. We've, we've been priced out there. <laughs> we can no longer go there. Not it's even like, on special occasions? Well, it's just like if I'm going to, it's weird. It's like if we're going to Chili's and I'm taking my family. And I'm spending like 75 bucks. Why didn't we go to Maggiano's? Why didn't we go to Cheesecake Factory? I mean, I might not say go to Shanahan's, but I mean, it's like, uh, that's why the Applebee's on County Line and University closed down. When's the last time you were at an Applebee's? I'll tell you, before they closed down, uh, Rochelle was out with like the girls' night or the moms or something like uh-huh. that. And I took all the kids to Applebee's nice. and I stood there. We stood there with like kids, a little kid for about 10 minutes before someone helped us. We sat down. Sat for 10 minutes. No, nothing. No one came. Finally, the waitress comes. And I was like, I'm not trying to be rude. And I don't even think it's your fault. We just kind of got to go now because my kids were like, it was just, that's it. Yeah. They closed like three weeks later <laughs> down. So that's I don't tough. know. Corlin Sutton's just not worth all that money that he makes now. Do you think the ceiling's not there then? The ceiling is the roof for him, as Jordan would oh. say. Oh, Goodness. I don't know. I think they. There's w- no. You think there's more? You think he can grow as a player? Yeah, this I is absolutely. This player do. he is. No, Jerry I, Judy, you can make that argument. Corlin Sutton, this is. So Corlin Sutton gets injured, right? He's unable to come back into kind of a, a an ability to have continuity there in the offense with Sean Payton coming in, a little bit more of a direction with the offense, and then maybe possibly Russell Wilson getting a little bit better uh, than what we saw last season. You could see Corlin Sutton have a higher ceiling. Do you think Odell Beckham will get healthy? and be better than he ever was? That's a stretch. That's like the same thing I me. don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the, I'm just... How, how he's old later is in his career. How, though, exactly, but that's like almost the, like the... How old is Cortland's son? Uh, 24? No, 28. 28? No. I say 27. I'm going to say less. 27. Under. He's 27? 27. Hey. I don't know how to gauge age anymore. I've lost three years of my life. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Happy birthday. <laughs> frustrating to me. Maybe there's too much time that has passed. Maybe that gap there, those couple of years that we lost, not only to injury, but to COVID, but to hack it, uh, that you're just going to see maybe his peak never Cor- happened. Cortland Sutton is suffering from what we just talked about with Jamal Murray. He's a good. He's not a great. And he's you making, still need that depth, He's though. making great money. The value's not there. How you spend the money is everything. How you spend the money in the end is matters. So it's like, oh, well, we can spin a little more here because, yeah, he's not quite the player that he once was, but we need this kind of player. No, that's how losers operate. You need to trim all the fat. Belichick did not play around like that. Trim the fat, get the value, find the value, and then you that's how you build back up. The guys who are playing at their contract level and exceeding it, not under. 
Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. You got stuff to do on the computer? Do you want to do one more quick one? We could do a quick one. Yeah. All right. Uh, 303-831-1340, hit us. We got a couple guys in the hotline. Just chill. We'll get you guys. Or hang up and we'll call back. We'll get you, I promise. <laughs> Danny and Bree and Alex Becker. Aftermath Monday edition of the program. Back on their side. Good discussion. Broncos discussion. I think it's a good one. Stick like around. Some ladies that know me know Strap is a pro Fill up at the bar Go get a massage Buy me a couple weekend The Smile High Morning Show Presented by Burnham Law Hire the winner at BurnhamLaw.com Here's Danny and Jeff all right, before we can go on any further, can you name this artist? John Mayer. Yeah. She's good. I don't even listen to John Mayer. She I can. Gotta... <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> I uh, I wanted to plug uh, a Mile High Sports podcast right now because we okay. were talking about wrestling. So you're going to want to check out uh, the Turnbuckle Talk podcast with mm-hmm. Ryan Romero and Andrew Detmer. Just hey. going to throw that out there because we were talking about wrestling. Andrew's pissed at me right now. What did you? I don't even want to know. We'll talk I about just, it later. I don't know what I said. Something. No. Nothing crazy. Is Alex mad at you too? So I keep uh, cutting you. Have you ever been mad at me? A couple yeah, times. I think so. I think I was mad at you just like 40 minutes ago. I didn't mean it, whatever it was. You guys. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm sorry. What did I do? I don't know. I don't, I don't get mad too yeah, often. You don't seem like mad. Did you say we had um, a caller? Yeah, we do. Should we get him? Sure. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's Juan. Hey, Juan. Hey, Sue. What it do, baby? Where? How you doing? Oh, pretty good. We got Bree here. You want to say hi to her? It's her birthday. Oh, it was my birthday. Happy birthday. Wednesday. Thanks, Juan. I appreciate it. Hope you have a blessed day. As always. Um, yeah. So Juan. Danny's on the hater rate again. Now you're on I- court and settling, talking smack. Dude, you don't know how to even encourage the Broncos at all, dude. You're just mm. lackluster. Listen, he's not a great half player half. anymore. We need to move on. We need to move on. From, we need great young players. Okay, so when you're oh, so you're old right now, right? Right. No. So since you're old, we're gonna move on from you. That's what you're telling us, right? I'm barely in my prime. D Mac didn't yeah, get to the right. fantasy. You don't even want to play old. me a game of basketball, this dude. I'm fifty one years old, dude. <laughs> you don't even want to play me a game that of what basketball. Your dude. About? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Danny has to go. <laughs> it's a smile hand morning show with Bree Mace this guy. <laughs> you don't want to avoid you wanna keep avoiding the question. Oh. Why do you hate Cortland Sutton, dude? Why? Um here's he don't produce for the last few years, and he was hurt for a whole year. I don't really think he's the same player he once was, and he makes a ton of money. He makes a lot of money. He doesn't make the kind of money that the production well, is. that is his to. fault they paid him? Is that his fault they paid him, or is that the no, fault? No, but this isn't Major League Baseball. We're not stuck okay, to this guy for seven more years and another $100 million. We can cut him right now and take a yeah, little. But that's, that's kind of rude. That's not how you run business, dude. Well. If every business was worrying about being rude or not, then Donald Trump they would have been president about of the United States of America. Fake okay, news. Then don't worry about it, then. See, that's why you got to be different and give them chances, dude. Come on, dude. Uh, I think he's going to be good this year. If they we got an offensive keep... line. They got an offensive line. 
They got money, dude. They could pay for it. Why are we going to stress on little so, stuff like So, hold on real quick, Juan. Hey, your ex-girlfriend, she's not that nice. She don't really oh cook God. that my, good. I don't have no exes. She's not bringing no a whole lot to the table. She's kind of mean. I don't she have She calls it. you lazy. It's, she don't run her fingers through your ponytail no more. That's not me. It's are you just going to stick her out forever? Day, because she, when she day. goes out, she wants red lobster. Well, everything goes she out. Wants to, she could pay her own bills. No. That's, That's how, how it's supposed to be. It, you know what happens? Not, you gotta I allow on. her to pay her own bills so she can make her own money. I always love you, but Cortland Sutton, but I can't keep taking you to Red Lobsters. You kept, your lady can pay your bills and you can't pay her bills. You're just mad. Well. That's why you're like, I can't pay my lady's bills. <laughs> She could this, this, quickly. <laughs> this went off the rails. You wanted to go out to the hotline. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Juan. Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, she doesn't understand how crazy this show is. Does she well, she doesn't understand our relationship that, you know, we go back a long time. I'm the guy and you're the girl, kind of, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's what you dream in your boat? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we got to go. In real anyways. life, in real life, real life. Anyway. Listen, Courtney hey, Sutton no was, I appreciate no Courtney basketball. Sutton. Oh, my gosh. You did the same thing to Brandon Marshall. You did the same thing to uh, Oh, he's keeping receipts Super Bowl Channing and Aiden, 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 Derek, eight, number 88, Rod Smith. You keep saying about all of them, dude. Not Rod. <laughs> anybody you all Broncos players, dude. You all Broncos, dude. No, that's not well, true. Just right. once you don't play good anymore. Well, there's a question mark of whether or not Tim Patrick is going to come back full strength. Then you've got a question mark at You can't have two highly paid, injured, same guy receivers. You could before you signed Russell Wilson. But those were healthy then. Those guys were healthy then. Uh, no, well, Cortland Sutton didn't get the extension until after the injury. That was a big mistake. Yeah. Who oh, gives a contract knows, to a guy oh coming off a big injury like that? Juan, I don't know how you deal with Danny. I don't know how you do it. I just laugh at him. Broncos <laughs> rule everybody else sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. That was a good sign off, though. I, I understand that. I understand that there's an overpay. If you could find some sort of middle ground where a restructure is possible, but I do get Juan's point of if you paid them and they still haven't fallen off completely. Cortland Sun is producing better than an average NFL receiver. You are not going to go into free agency and get a better hit there. If you want to try the draft, you can. But the Broncos have time and time again proved that they are not able to develop their own talent. They're, we're in a position the Broncos are now, especially since they don't have a lot of draft capital. We need overachievers. We need overachievers right now. We need backups who are going to play like starting value guys. <laughs> Underpaid, hungry, wide receivers. Well, yeah, like uh, Marquez Callaway. This guy's going to come in mix, probably be better than KJ Hamler ever was. What? Jerry Judy better be on notice here. And I'm not one of these Jerry Judy, the trade Jerry Judy guys. If Jerry Judy can be utilized at a really high level and catch 80 or 90 balls here next year, if that's what Sean Payton believes, then I believe in Sean Payton. But where does Cortland fit? Uh, where does Cortland Sutton kind of fit in here? And then Tim Patrick again doesn't make a ton of money. Got that new contract. There's still some value on it. His game wasn't about speed. His beat, uh, game is about all the technique, the blocking down the mm -hmm. field possession type of receiver, he's more valuable than Cortland Sutton and probably makes about 60 cents on the dollar. Save that one for Broncos country tonight.
Uh, Emmanuel Sanders obviously pointing out that Marquez Callaway is a player that you're going to want to watch. What you need, though, on an offense, especially when you're looking at a quarterback like Russell Wilson, is that you need different skill sets. You need the speedsters, the burners. But uh, more than anything, you need people who can win at the point of contact, which Cortland Sutton used to be very good at. So I'm hoping maybe it's just I'm being optimistic that I want to see him return to that level. But Tim Patrick's game's mildly different from that as well. Just because they're too big bodied receiver doesn't mean you're going to be uh, crossing hairs there. So I I just think, why would you want to disrupt what you already have? Listen, that's great stuff. I appreciate you. I need to talk serious <laughs> with you real quick, okay? Okay. Listen, then we'll wrap this whole thing up. I know you got stuff to do. Okay. Um, do you want me to lie to you or do you want me to tell you the truth? <sighs> Today, the truth. Um, What's up with you and Broncos country tonight? Are we going to get this thing done? Or do you want to call Dave Tepper? We go way <laughs> back. I mean, I swear. Right? I mean, like, this, I can put... Dude, I just like filling in. I, I love talking on the radio. I just Drotar like now that didn't you know because he got three or four cracks at it. Um, I've been talking to Tepper a little bit of evaluating some of the villain guys. Um, I like what I heard. I love. I love. You can bring some value to that show. Well, thank you for seeing my worth. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here on the Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Well, and Jeff, but Jeff's not here. I'm yeah. not Jeff. Listen, Jeff's I'm fired really as far as you know. From, okay. But uh, so, what are you thinking? You gonna? I, I just you- I just like the opportunity, man. I just like showing up. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I like to talk, and if there's a mic in front of me, that's just bonus points. That's just profit. Okay. Yeah. So I appreciate everyone listening whenever I'm on. So basically, the first two parts, like before, if it doesn't work out, you're hungry and you like to talk. So I see a duo got a sign on the corner. It's like, feed me whatever, and he's kind of talking to himself. You just happen to have a microphone in front of you. Yeah, people just keep giving me airspace. And at this point, I'm cool to do it for free, so. Let me tell Tepper that I like what I heard and get this thing wrapped up. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. They didn't get it. Solidify anybody in that spot yet? You know, I don't know what their plans are. I, I know I do, Nick but Ferguson me- is on there. No, yeah. not live on the air. We're live on the air. Well, that's how it works here. Um, Ferguson, do you know what they really like? Hmm. Fired guys. You got to get fired from somewhere else usually, and then they'll hire you. That's, I don't. Am I supposed to cause trouble and stuff? And I don't. I mean, like, anybody, oh. there's a lot of ways to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to get fired. You know, Ferguson, Columbus, Lindahl. Listen, this isn't even my full time job. I just show up on a Monday and I'm like, do you have a microphone I can talk into? And Danny's like, yeah. Would you like to come in here? And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." actually, we do right now. Jeff's not here. So would you like to go pro? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Was uh, this a job offer? Was this an interview? Did I pass? Good, good luck, guys. I hope it goes well for you. I'm we'll see what happens. That inter- uh, the the Alex thing. just quit. He's like, I can't work with Bree. So I'm out. Yeah. I'm gone. That's okay. Andrew does the same <laughs> thing out, to me every said. every afternoon. Andrew's He's like, I just can't. So pissed at me. Can't. Just can't do it. He's so pissed at me. Reached his breaking point. Do you know why? Why? I said Austin Theory sucks. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, it, that was it. That was that was put it. him over the edge. That'll do that it. That was it. That'll do it. I was like, he shouldn't be in the same ring with John Cena. No, that's a weird, that's a weird pairing. But the thing is, John Cena is going to put Austin Theory. And I did this to him, and he was like, "You did that through the glass." Yeah, I will not be speaking with Danny again. <laughs> yeah, I think we all just have to walk off at this. Bree, where can I find all your fine work? You got to go find me over on Twitter, Bree Maestis three hundred three. Do not follow me on IG or Facebook. There's a little too many fa- uh, Facebook friend requests over there, and I'm I don't know you people. You're but creepy. Follow me on Twitter. I like to engage over there, have conversations. You can find all my work. Uh, find me on the Fan Cave, 1 to 2 p.m. on Mile High Sports Radio on Mondays. And then the Let's Talk Broncos podcast, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, right here on Mile High Sports. You tell me if Albright says anything bad about me, right? You would tell me, right? Yeah, 100%. I could tell you're lying. Um, let's go to break. 303-31-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. We have a mutual respect for each other. We, we go way back. I gave him a whole life. I gave him everything. 
I think he's on vacation. Yeah. You don't even know what's happening. I saw that. Who's this? This is. Uh, Hold on. Let's see how good you really are. You know it? I do know this song because I have it on my playlist, but give me a second. Workout playlist? Nice. Uh, it is. This is. Um, Cascade? Yeah. Let's go. Hey, yeah, Cascada. Cascada. Dang, we'll take it. it. We'll take it. I mean, right. I used to go to Global Dance Festival. I used to be cool. Oh, Not yeah. Anymore. You're all right. Uh, little Global Dance? Little Global Dance. I was at a Global Dance Festival concert on Friday. I get the NFL. Just that I'm a winner. I get the NFL. Nice. All right, Breen. Thanks time. for hanging out with us. I'll leave. You don't got to go. <laughs> Back on the other side of Smelly Sports. More with Danny and Jeff, presented by Burnham Law. Hire the winner at BurnhamLaw.com. This is the Smile High Morning Show on Mile High Sports. You say that you are mine. I'll be here till the end of time. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? Um. It's always taste, taste, taste. We're back in. No Jeff today. Thanks for being with us. I think he was had a little ski thing with George or something. They were somewhere doing some father-son stuff. Oh, it's spring break this week for them, is it? Uh, or is that last I don't know. week? We were on spring break two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. But um, no big deal. Who knows? He'll be back tomorrow. I guess we'll never, never know. know. Okay, what else? Man, I, I thought just going back to that game on Saturday, I thought you know the bu- the Bucks are probably a, a top physical team in the NBA. The Nuggets really matched that physicality in that game. I was really impressed how they made the halftime adjustments and slowed Giannis there in the third quarter. Big third quarter. I think it, the third quarter this year for the Nuggets has been huge, and they've struggled with that in the past. Um, Giannis had twenty four at the half. He finished with thirty one. I I just think it was it was a heck of an effort for the Nuggets there, and they they proved something there against a really really good team. Are they back? Uh yes, yeah that that was encouraging. You you beat a team like that by that much, at full strength, pretty much. They got to be back. Uh, t- tonight's game will mean a whole lot, but um you know beating beating the Milwaukee Bucks who are on an absolute tear is a big one. Yeah. Um. I think the Bucs are the best team in the NBA. They have They're really everything. Good. Everything. Great supporting cast. The and Portises and the Grayson Allens. Yeah, Grayson Allen's a nice player. Middleton now. is one of the most underrated players in the league. And Drew Holiday is the best player in the league that no one really realizes is a top 15 player in the whole league. Now, Brooke Lopez is going to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Damn. Yeah. And Connaughton, another great role yeah. player. They're good. They're really good. All right. And they, they uh, I know it was the second night of a back-to-back for them, but they blew out the Jazz on Friday night. I, I don't know how the Jazz have been able to hang on like this because they traded Connolly, right? Junior? 
Yeah, Conley, I know Bogdanovich gone, Mitchell Gobert, the coach, Royce O'Neal, the whole team. Yeah, but they're still, you know, they're, what's the record? They're just a handful of games under 500. They're playing in. Yeah, they're right outside the play-in. They are 35 and 39. Damn. So one and a half out of the last play-in spot. How can a team like that be in the same position, basically, as the Mavericks? What has happened to the Mavericks? Is uh, is it fair to blame Kyrie for uh, Is it fair to struggles? blame Kyrie? Yeah. Because they've gone in the tank since they've um, making that trade. Is it fair to blame Kyrie? Maybe. Like what? How how is this happening? Uh, actually, it's not fair to blame Kyrie because you brought Kyrie there to play him with Luca together. They have to be playing on the floor, like the for for real. Like the, it's one gets thirty five and the other gets thirty. Okay, and then because those guys command so much attention, you could have you know lesser a role player guys to go find six other guys to combine for forty or fifty more points in the game. Gets you to 125 or 130. That's how they have to win games. They can't play no D. Can't even cook no egg. Terrible uh, at defense. And uh, it's just. They got swept by the Hornets over you know, the weekend. You can't put Kyrie on a team that has no supporting cast because you traded all of the good role players for Kyrie. No Luka. Uh, tons of expectations. They're not good. They're just not very good. That's Not at all. But like Kyrie's. I think you can't win with them. Can't coach them. Can't do it. You can't know, do I, it. I just think his winning days are behind him. He's incredible. I think he's a top 10 player in the NBA. His agenda is so messed up. He's so like, I'm the, you know, victim. He's like, I got this victim mentality. It's like James Harden got to a point too. He just can't win anymore with it on his shoulders. He's just riding Embiid right now. Kyrie's like agenda. He only wants to play 50 or 60 games a season. And he's... He's a me guy. He's a me guy. He's not a team he guy. He's a numbers me guy. He's a me guy. Yeah. Getting fans kicked out yesterday. You see that? Hate to see it. Hate to see Let's it. Let's go to break. 303-31-1340 hotline as well as the text line. That's the first hour. Join us uh, for the second hour. I need you guys to hit up the hotline. My brothers. We're living together right now. We're getting our lives together. Got uh text line to catch up with as well no jeff we'll be back tomorrow it's danny and alex on a monday edition of the program back on the other side my sports destination